We're here. It's our hundredth podcast episode on the Dream Planning Podcast. This is a huge milestone. I'm so excited to be celebrating today. And I'm going to do two fun things. I'm doing a huge giveaway, a $1,500 giveaway. And I'm going to be sharing my number one tip for a productive day. So if you want to plan a super productive day and learn how I set up my days for success, this episode is for you. But first, I'm going to get into the giveaway and tell you how to enter to win. So I'm giving away two special things. I am giving away a seat inside of my course, the Dream Crafting Course, and I'm giving away a seat inside of my business course, the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint. So one person could win both. Uh, we're going to have one winner for the Dream Crafting course, one winner for the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint. But you can actually enter to win both courses if both courses are for you. I'll quickly tell you what each one's about. Okay, the Dream Crafting course, this course is for everyone. It's a deep dive into dreaming big with God, conquering fears, really discovering your identity. It's not just about figuring out your dream vocationally, although we get into that, but it's really deep diving into the dreamer in you um, and overcoming those fears so you can truly create a life to pursue your dreams, to pursue your purpose, to walk it out and hear from God. So really this course is for everyone. It's going to help you break through strongholds. It's going to help you create a schedule to become who you're called to become. It's awesome. And this course you have lifetime access to, plus you'll get a seat inside of the Horatio Printing Student Community, where we have live monthly Zoom calls, and I do one-on-one -on -one dream coaching in that group setting. So that course is worth $497 value. The other course is our Faith-Filled Business Blueprint. And really, I'm just teaching you how to have a real, legit business built on God-centered principles. So this is for you if you are a business owner or you are an aspiring business owner. I give you my launch plan. We create a business model. We create your business plan. I go through all my marketing strategies, and I also help you develop your product and with this course, you also get a seat inside of the student community. And I do monthly Zoom calls specifically for my business students where you can ask me questions and I can give you feedback live in real time. So here is how you can win. Okay, you can go to bit.ly backslash 100 giveaway HP. So this is a page on my website where you can actually enter to win both. You can click which one you want to enter to win. But again, that is bit.ly slash 100 giveaway HP. That's 100-G-I-V-E-A-W-A-Y. HP. HP is capitalized. I also have the link to this in the show notes and the link to each course to enter to win as well. If you want an easier way to do it, you can just text me. Text the word pick me, one word, pick me to the number. Get your texting fingers ready. This is the number. It's 877-387-6348. Save that number in your phone as Polly. 877-387-6348. Just text pick me one word and I'll send you the link so you can enter to win both of these. I'm picking a winner on March 15th. So you have until March 15th to enter and I will be notifying you if you win. Somebody has to win so it might as well be you. All right, let's dive into today's episode where I'm going to be sharing my number one tip for a productive day. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. 
If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment, and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, let's do it. I'm so excited. This is a question I get asked a lot. How can I organize my time? How can I manage my time better? And I think it's, you know, we can talk about time in the sense of a year or a month or a quarter, but I really think breaking it down to just understanding how to plan out your day is one of the most basic tools that can really bring transformation literally tomorrow. So I'm going to share right now my number one tip for planning a productive day. Are you ready? And you might say, oh, that's so obvious, Polly. And it is, but guess what? It's usually the most obvious things executed that bring the best results. And here is the answer. It is, I plan out my day the night before. I plan out my day the night before. Of course, you had to know that my answer would include some sort of planning because this is a dream planning podcast and planning is how things happen. Honestly, If you don't tell your day where to go, you'll wonder where it went. It's the same thing for your money. If you don't tell your money where to go, you'll wonder where it went. If you don't tell your day where to go, you'll wonder where it went. Because if we don't have a plan, we typically go into autopilot. Whatever your default action is. Like if you don't know what you're going to do tonight, you're going to go into default mode. You're just going to go into autopilot. You're going to turn on the TV. You're going to cruise around. You're going to get on your phone. You're going to just go into autopilot. And guess what? That's usually filled with distraction and it's probably not putting you on a course to become who you're called to become, to fulfilling your dreams, to investing in your marriage, investing in your health, or you know, helping your budget. Whatever it is that your big goals are right now, maybe it's buying a house or whatever your big goals are, if you're living on autopilot and kind of flying by the seat of your pants, you're not running towards your dreams, okay? So planning out your day the night before is very helpful. My favorite tool to use is my daily notepad. So I have my dream planner with, I use the horizontal layout. So I've got my big to-do list for the week. I've got like my week at a glance that I look at, but I like to plan my day on the daily notepad because some days are just really big and I wanna make sure I'm utilizing all the time properly. If you've never seen my daily notepad or you wanna see what my daily notepad looks like when I fill it out, I will gladly text you a picture. Um, Pull up that number that you saved for me, 877-387-6348 and text me the word daily notepad as one word, daily notepad, and I'll send you a picture of what my daily notepad looks like and how I have filled it out for tomorrow so you can see an example, because I do think it's helpful to have visuals. So just text daily notepad to that number, 877-387-6348, and I'll text you a picture of it. Okay, so when I'm sitting down to plan my day the night before, what do I do? And I actually call this, fun fact, I call this going to the spa. So every day, at some point in my day, usually towards the end of it, I have a little thing on my calendar called go to the spa, or I just write the word spa. And that reminds me that I need to create a specific plan of action for tomorrow. I need to create a specific plan of action for tomorrow. That is my spa time. It is my time to plan out the next day. 
And on my daily notepad, the very top of the daily notepad, it has, what is my top three? My top three. And that's really where I sit with the question, what are the three things I need to do tomorrow so that tomorrow is a win? Tomorrow is a success. And I usually fill out my day first and then I answer those questions. That's typically the last thing that I do is answer those questions. The first thing I do is actually plan out my day. So the bottom part of the notepad or the middle part of the notepad has three columns. It has a morning column, a midday column, and an evening column. It has a little half sunshine, a full sunshine, and then a moon. So I've got my morning, my afternoon, and my evening. So in the morning column, that's where I split my two chunks of day. I've got like my early day time, which for me, that's when I'm with my, my kiddos. And then when they are either off to a babysitter or at school or, you know, for my son, some days he takes a nap and I have him all day. And some days I have a sitter come and help me. So it just varies based on the season of life, of course. But basically in my morning, that's where all my morning time is. <laughs> and then my middle of the day is really where I do my dedicated work time. And then my evening, that's where I put my dinner and what I'm doing for my evening. So let's just start at the beginning. What do I start with? When I sit down to plan out my day, I start by looking at my appointments. What are my key appointments I have for tomorrow. I put those in first. Usually I'll draw it in, I'll draw a box around it just to delineate that time. You know, from one to two, I have this. Uh, today I have a dance class from 12 to one because I'm investing in my mental health and my physical health and enjoying dance class now that I have the green light to work out again. So write down your appointments. The next thing that I do when I'm looking at my day and I have this blank canvas is I look at my spiritual priority. Where am I fitting time? to pour into my spirit. And I want to encourage you to do the same. When you sit down to plan out your day, make time to invest in your spiritual health. Where is your quiet time? I highly recommend doing it in the morning. For me right now in this season of life, I'm not getting up before my kids. I have not mastered that skill. I know some of you guys that are doing the Lent Bible study challenge, you guys are getting up at 5 a.m. to do it. You guys are getting up at 6 a.m. before your kids get up. I am blown away. I'm so amazed. I want to get there one day. I am not there. For me, I do my spiritual time right when either I hand off my baby to the sitter or his first nap. So my daughter goes to daycare. My son either goes to down for his first nap or to the sitter, and that is when I have my first fruit of time to sit and read the Bible. And right now I'm doing the Lent Bible Study Challenge, which you could totally do. Go to bit.ly slash Lent with Polly. You can still sign up, grab your bookmark, jump in right now. It's so good. But the, your entire day will be elevated if you can prioritize your spiritual health. If you feel out of balance, out of whack, out of control, going inward, focusing on your soul, getting in, in touch with your being and in touch with your creator is going to have such a dramatic shift on how your whole day plays out. The other day I sat down to do my Bible study time and I will be honest, I am not great at doing this consistently each day. I'm not like this, you know, bar of perfection at all. There are days where I'm, I don't make time for it or it, it slips away. Like I'm a human just like anyone else. And the other day I really prioritized it. I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And it's been tough, you know, with a newborn at home, but even so there's a lot of time where he's sleeping. And so I have really no excuse to sit down and read my Bible and have some silence and solitude with Jesus. So I finally did it the other day and I had such a dramatic shift of peace in my spirit, in my soul, because you know, with that 
if you've had a child that newborn stage, you're just, there's all this anxiety and stress and you're carrying so much weight with caring for that newborn and figuring out what's going on. And, you know, they all have their own digestive issues or skin issues or this, that, and the other, and you're just stressed. And so I had this time, I finally dedicated it. I sat down, I made a timer, I, I really showed up for it. And right after I got a text message that my daughter's teacher had COVID and they were shutting down the classroom and she would have to come home for five days. And I can't tell you how happy I was that I had made time for that Bible study. I hadn't gotten any work done, but I made time for that Bible study. And I had so much peace in my spirit about having to go pick up my child and her coming home, which is scary. I mean, she could infect my newborn. There's a lot of scary things with that. I'm not going to be able to get my work done. I was finally going to be able to get my work done. And now I have my child home all day. But by making time for Jesus, he gave me peace through that issue that was coming that I had no idea about, but he knew about. And that's what's so amazing about prioritizing his presence in your life. It's going to shift the way you handle circumstances, situations, and hardships that are bound to come. Anyway, so that's my tangent on spiritual priority. You want to do that second. For first is appointments. Write down your appointments. Number two, write down your spiritual priority time when you're really going to sit down, have a quiet time. Maybe it's only 10 minutes. That's okay. Start small. It doesn't matter. Just do it. Third, I really focus on my work time. Okay, what time tomorrow am I sitting down for work? And it'll be different for you when you do it. But for me, if I have a sitter from 10 to 2, for example, that's my work time, okay? What am I focused on for my work time tomorrow? Because if I don't know what projects I'm working on that are important, I'm just going to like flitter around my inbox. I'm going to, you know, get down this rabbit hole and that rabbit hole. And someone's going to email me about this idea. And I'm just going to go down rabbit holes and the time's going to be gone. So what am I focused on in my business? What am I working on for work? So I really narrow that down and get super clear about it. I write down my major to-do list, what projects I'm working on. Then next, I focus on my evening. Number one, what are we having for dinner? So that way I'm not stressed about it when the time comes. Because right now we're all doing dairy-free in my house and it makes it very difficult to figure out what are we eating tonight? <laughs> what are we going to eat that's going to work for everybody? So I usually plan that out by the week, but then I also want to have it for that day so that I can know, okay, is it something I need to thaw out or something I'm doing in the crock pot in that morning, for example, or just knowing what we're doing so it's just easier and I'm, I'm mentally prepared to do it. And then in the evening time, what am I doing in the evening time? And this is really important when I was talking earlier about going into autopilot mode. We have an autopilot evening routine of what you do either with your kiddos or once your kids are asleep, there's some sort of unwinding routine that you have probably. Think about what it is in your head. What did you do last night or the night before? And like, you didn't even think about it. You just did it, right? Maybe you were on TikTok for an hour. Maybe you were scrolling on Instagram for a bit. Maybe you read the news. Maybe you watched a movie. I don't know what it is, but you have some sort of autopilot. And here's the thing. There's so much time in our evening that we could be investing in who we are becoming. Maybe it's about intentionally sitting down to connect with your spouse. Maybe it's sitting down to read a book or to invest in the big dream that you have and take that time and reinvest it into your spiritual life or to your physical health. What is it for you? So I, if by planning out what I'm going to do, you're more likely to execute it and not just go into autopilot. So that's how I plan out my day. I do my appointments, 
my spiritual priority. I plan out my work focus. I look at, I put what I'm going to have for dinner and then my evening plans. And then lastly, I write down my top three, my top three things I need to do to win the day. And if there's a certain area of my life that I really need to focus on, for example, right now with me, I really need to focus on my health and my sleep. So maybe one of the things in my top three is to go to bed by 930, or maybe it is to take my dance class and enjoy it, for example. So those are those are some examples. They don't all have to be work-related. They can also be like, enjoy my husband or connect with Jane or something like that. It can be whatever you want it to be. So here's some final tips I have on planning out your day and some of the mistakes we make when we're planning it out because I've been doing this for quite a bit. Number one, you we typically overestimate what we can do in a day. If it can't fit on the notepad, you're putting too much on there. So don't overestimate what you can do. And if you tend to do that and you're ending at the end of the day going, oh, I didn't get to everything. It sucks. I'm so slow. This is so hard. This is so frustrating. I can't do this. You're probably overestimating what you can do. So with each task, especially in your work block, write down how long those things are going to take. Like maybe you're queuing up an email or you're working on a project or you have a report due or whatever it is. Write down how much time you're going to invest into that. And then at the end of that time, was that enough time? Like this is a practice. It's not like we're going to perfect it the first time. We have to get better at estimating how much time something will take and being realistic with how much you can do in an hour or realistic with how much you can do in 30 minutes, okay? And here's the other thing that pops up in our day. It's the urgent, right? We have all these urgent things that happen, urgent inbox, or something happens and you get a phone call and it's an urgent thing you have to go respond to and then your day is lost, right? Well, here's the thing about urgent. And I have this amazing theory that I learned. If you invest more time in what is important in your life before it becomes urgent, things won't become urgent. And this isn't for everything, Because there are things that pop up that are urgent that you could have never planned for. Like you get a phone call, your child has fallen off the monkey bars, they broke their arm. Okay, that's urgent. That's important. You've got to get up and do that. That is life. That's life of a mom, right? Something happened. Like I got the phone call, COVID hit the school, go pick up your child. That you can't plan for that. But here's the theory. If you invest more time into things that are important in your life before they become urgent, they will not become urgent. Let me give you an example. Your health. If you invest in your health and your strength and your diet, you're not going to be dealing with as many health issues down the road, right? You're not going to have that heart attack when things are urgent now because you're having the heart attack or things are urgent now because of another health issue from either poor diet or exercise or whatever it is. Same thing with your marriage. If you invest in date nights and sitting down to connect, which isn't urgent, it's not pertinent that you do that every day right or every week but if we neglect it and we don't make time for it our marriage will catch on fire and become urgent because you haven't connected in months same thing with your budget if you don't sit down and have a budget because it's not that important to you or you don't think it's that important to make time for it your budget will eventually catch on fire and your credit card bill will be high or whatever it is, fill in the blank for whatever could catch on fire in your life. If we invest time into what is important before it becomes urgent, 
we'll have less things catching on fire in our lives. And that's something I love to teach inside of the dream crafting course. I help you actually create a plan to invest in all the key areas of your life and have a schedule to do so, so that things are on autopilot in becoming who you want to become. And you're investing in what matters and you're making that time for it in your weekly schedule so it becomes a routine, it becomes a healthy autopilot for you. Another thing that is typically urgent is our cell phone, our DMs, our inbox. And so it's important when you're planning your day that you actually have time to work on those tasks. I was talking to Stephanie Gass the other day. Um, I love her. If you have a dream to start a podcast, you should totally go listen to Stephanie Gass. She's incredible. But she was showing me her daily schedule and she has this thing in the front of the day called her power hour. And that's when she sits down to work on all the little tasks, replying to this email, replying to that email, sending this where it needs to go, all those little tasks that we typically could fill our whole day with if we were just sitting in our inbox waiting for all this urgent stuff to pop up. But she takes one hour to do it in the morning and then she's going to do it for an hour the next day. And so that allows her during, during her work block to just be focused on projects, to just be focused on revenue driving things that are going to actually move the needle in her business versus being in the weeds in her inbox all day. So put time in your work block to check your email and then let it be done. Don't check it again. Stay focused on your project. By staying in one lane and not trying to do 10 things at once, you're actually going to be productive. And that's the key to productivity, truly. Focus on one thing at a time. Easier said than done. So maybe you're going to have to literally like put your phone in another room, delete all the tabs, maximize the screen on what you're working on, and just stay there and finish it. <laughs> just stay there and finish it. So that's how I plan out my day to be productive. I plan it out the night before. I shared with you some tips. And if you are like, you know what? I have no idea where to focus when it comes to my weeks. My life is all over the place. I'm confused about my purpose, about my calling. You need to take the dream crafting course. This course is for you. And if you are a businesswoman or you want to start a business and maybe you're busy with that side hustle, you're ready to take it full time, you need to jump into the Faith Filled Business Blueprint. This course is for you. It's going to help you so much and like I said at the beginning of the episode, we are giving away a seat in both courses. So you can text me, text the word pick me to 877-387-6348 and I will send you a link to enter to win a seat in both courses. I hope you win. Let me know if you have any questions. You can also text me on that number if you have any questions about the courses or anything like that. I am an open book more than happy to answer your questions. You can also jump inside of our free Facebook community, the Christian Dreamers Community. It is such a beautiful place to connect with other dreamers just like you. You can ask questions in the group. I'm there. I'd love to connect with you there as well. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful, productive day, and I hope you go to the spa later and create your specific plan of action for tomorrow. Bye, guys.